I think like her companion was Sherry Lewis. Let's look this up. Wiki Lamb Chop. Okay, let's see what Wikipedia says. Lamb Chop is a sock puppet anthropomorphic sheep created by puppeteer and ventriloquist Sherry Lewis in 1957. Oh my God, I didn't know Lamb Chop was so old. <laughs> in my day, I'm very young, okay? I'm very young. I was young in the 90s and I'm still young now. Lamb Chop puppet, so rude. Welcome. Welcome back to giving you everything. Yes, I'm back. I'm back for good. I'm back home where I need to be. If you can't tell, today we're talking about home. I left a note for myself about an episode idea and I just wrote the word home, H-O-M-E in quotes. And I was like, what the heck? What the heck was I trying to do? Okay. Well, let me tell you a little story. I used to have this videotape that I loved to watch as a kid, and I would just like watch and watch and rewatch. I remember how life changing it was when my parents bought like an external videotape rewinder. <laughs> Because to rewind in the video cassette player was so, so agonizingly slow. That wasn't my point. <laughs> my point is, is that I had this one video and I think it was a lamb chop special. And I love lamb chop. And I'm not talking about the food. I'm talking about a television show. It's called Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop is this cute little lamb and she hangs out with her friend, Sherry Lewis, I guess. When your parents are your only friends on the show and um you know lamb chop's just like living her little life singing songs she's very cute she's got very thick luscious eyelashes yeah she sounds like a cross between like bernadette peters and fran drescher from the nanny i, just, I love lamb chop a lot she looks so fluffy and huggable i got a little distracted there but yeah, that's who Lamb Chop is. I was watching this episode of Lamb Chop. All these kids were sitting around this bonfire and there was a guitar and they were singing Home on the Range. I will watch this like with great frequency. They're thinking about how they're away from home and they sing this song. But maybe what you thought was home is not really what your heart considers home. Oh, she's getting deep. You know how like when you say, let's go home while on vacation, but you're like referring to the hotel. It's like you think home is one thing but your body knows it's something else like where the deer and the antelope play and you've just been living this lie or not really a lie but you've kind of not been paying attention to what your body's telling you and you think that going home means going to a hotel mm -mm, no I've been thinking about the idea of home a lot lately. I'm sure everyone has since we've had to spend so much time, quote unquote, at home or in some cases away from home. I think about those people who live away from their family. Like I get not everybody's close with their family, but let's say, let's say you are and you live in a place that's far away from your family. And the rationale is obviously like, well, I'm not that far away because I have my phone. I have all this technology. I can hop on a plane. You're at your home, but you don't really feel like you're at home. You know what I'm saying? So today I wanted to talk about the elements of a home or maybe just ramble. I, isn't that like every episode on this podcast? <laughs> anyway, homesickness. Let's start with the homesickness. Yes, the big H.
I didn't really truly understand homesickness from like a real standpoint until I went away to college. I was familiar with the concept because of TV and whatnot, but I didn't realize that I needed to experience it firsthand or maybe actually I think I forgot or just like blacked out all the other times that I was homesick crying in a phone booth by myself as a teenager away from home. But like, never mind that. Um, I think my point was that I'm a big baby. And and I couldn't get used to the fact that I was away from my parents. <laughs> ah, embarrassing. I once had this conversation with my friend that like I worry that honestly and truly I won't be able to live with anyone besides them. She means her parents, not her friends. But it's a little blurry. I don't think I can do it. I think that's also a limiting belief. And my friend replied and was like, this sounds a little Norman Batesy. Are you okay? But I feel like they get me the most. And most of all, they tolerate me the best. I also happen to be an only child. Are you surprised? No, you're not. You are not. Absolutely not. This brings me to my next point about roommates and this whole idea about like tolerating people. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm like totally a people person. I bet you do not believe me, but I'm definitely a people person. But I will say one thing I've learned in all my years on this earth is that just because you're a people person doesn't mean that all people are for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People leave that one out. I've had a few roommates. Um, I'm not in touch with a single one of them. Not a one. Because guess what? We did not get along. Honestly, like if there's one thing I'm so grateful that I did is that I was not ever roommates with anyone who was my close friend. I remember one time my aunt was telling me that my cousin and her best friend decided to be roommates. It broke them. It broke them, broke them. I can't roll my R's. I'm working on it. I used to be able to, okay? But anyway, I'd say I've had like one exception to this rule and that is probably because I was the room, I was the problematic roommate in that like situation. I've had like a lot of nightmare roommates, um... I think like everyone has <laughs> something about like living in close proximity with people like really is so intimate and you get to know like everything, the good, the bad, the ugly about them and about yourself real quick. My first roommate was annoying and I also learned that I have no outside manners. So yeah, we once got in like a shouting match about horoscopes. <laughs> how does that happen? Don't ask me how it started. I just know it happened. In college, I used to live in this house that was all girls. It was in this historic brownstone and there were maybe like 20 girls who lived in that house. I will say like some of my closest friends came from that house, but nobody that I live with like in the same room, I don't speak to any of those people at all anymore. I've had like all kinds of roommates. I did have these two roommates who I lived in an apartment later on in college. I was staying in the same apartment and they were moving into my apartment. And so like the first time I met them, the jury's still out about like red flags and how effective they were. But I do feel like this was a red flag. They came to the apartment when they knew they were going to be living there. It was the middle of the day. They rang the doorbell. 
And I didn't know it was them. I like looked out my window because I could kind of see the walkway of our apartment from my bedroom window. And I didn't see anyone. Like I thought it was a FedEx truck. And I was like, eh, I'll just, they'll go away. A few minutes pass and they ring again. They're very persistent. And like, I think it happened like three times. Finally, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go downstairs, see what's going on. Our little entryway had like a security vestibule. And this door had like a little porthole window. I come downstairs and I see the two of them like sticking their noses in the window like trying to see who's coming down. They must have waited like 15 minutes for me to come down the stairs and let them in. So I was like, okay, I let them in. I sound like I have such a bad attitude, but this is real. This is me. Anyway, I let them in. They're so stoked to be in this apartment and I'm showing them around. Our apartment was a square and then had an L-shaped hallway on the outside and all the rooms were along this hallway and then there was the living room at the very end and the kitchen was in the middle. So I'm showing them around. My other two roommates who I really loved she can love. We're out. And so they're like looking around. I show them my room and they ask if they can go inside my roommate's rooms while they're not home. And I was like, no, no, they're not home. And they asked again. They pressed me on this. I was like, um, they're not around. I'm not going to let you into someone's room when they're not here. So anyway, they let it go. And I didn't think anything of it that year. It was like my last year of college, but I really could not stand my roommates. I want to say like three months into living there. Uh, one of the roommates, she had this room to be fair, that did not have a great view. It like looked out onto the alleyway where our garbage can was. <laughs> and she kind of like asked me she knew she was asking too much but that's just like my judgment coming in she comes up to me and goes hey so like my room's kind of small and dark so I was thinking about moving into the living room and seeing what you thought and I was like yeah sure like I'm not gonna say no I mean I don't really care and I had already decided that I didn't like them so much that I literally spent all my time at the library (laughs) never came home so she starts moving in she takes a while to move in and she decides a couple months after telling me this that she's going to buy and assemble a bed and she's going to invite all of her friends over to come and help her assemble this bed at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night. (laughs) No. I would go to bed at 7 and wake up at 5 in college. This feels like its own red flag. I mean, I still do that now, but it really started then. But anyway, she did not even tell me that she was going to be doing this on this night. She did not give me a heads up. And all of a sudden, it's a Sunday night. I'm trying to sleep. Her friends are drunk. They're like having a loud, very fun conversation. Fun for them, not for me. And they're using a goddamn hammer (laughs) on a Sunday night. Did I mention it was a Sunday night? I'm pissed. Needless to say, I'm not friends with that girl. I never was and never will be. But like, you know what? I wish her all the best. But I'm also not perfect either because I have been that roommate that decided to grill a huge slab of stinky smelly fish in the middle of the week on a George Foreman grill in our kitchen and not open the windows. I'm pretty sure yeah my roommates hated me so. College a time for living loving and learning from your bad decisions.
This brings me to my next point. I may have mentioned before, just because you're a people person and you like people and you like socializing doesn't mean that you like doing that with everyone. Home is really about spending time with your people. I recently saw a family friend and it like brought me back to all these memories from my childhood. So this family friend is like actually parents friend. And because I'm an only child and I had no friends my age and I couldn't leave the house, I naturally spent all my free time with adults. She's being dramatic, but in all honesty, it was great. So this is like my auntie and uncle. They were really fun. They're like who I aspire to be as a grown up. These friends were really cool, really fun. You know, they really enjoyed life. They really savored the moment. They were always the ones who would have us over for dinner. They had like four cats and a dog someone's ultimate goal in life they just were hilarious i remember one time i was at their house we would be over there a lot like we would have dinner at their house a lot and it was just like really fun getting to play with the cat and in their kitchen on the fridge at the very bottom was this comic like a bunch of comic strips taped to the bottom of the fridge and i was kind of like asking my auntie like what is what is that and she has a Pekingese dog. His name was Sammy. She said, oh, those are like comic strips, some light reading for Sammy, you know, for him to enjoy while he eats dinner. (laughs) Can read the newspaper while he eats dinner. Like that's the kind of people they were. On top of that, every year at Christmas, they would always have a Christmas party and it would be like a big deal. Like, you know how the Kardashians always have a Christmas party or that's what it was like at their house. So they always had a lot of fun and I spent a lot of time with them as a kid and I hadn't seen them in maybe like 10 years, which is insane. It's insane, first of all, like how fast time flies and like you can just take relationships for granted. It's sad, but I'm glad I got to see them. We went over to their house and it honestly, it felt like I was at home. I obviously wasn't physically. Having all those memories, seeing them and like talking to them and being in their home and eating together just like brought back all these memories. And I think it's like, Home is really about all those little things that make you happy and bring you joy. And that means the people in your life, as well as the little traditions or little fun things that you do to make your house a home. Home is about having those simple everyday joys. I do know that once you find the feeling of home, you can make more of it. To close this out, I'll share a little anecdote with you. I recently saw a friend who moved into a new apartment. I haven't seen her for over a year. Obviously. We spent the entire night catching up. Like no time had passed. I've never been to this apartment before, but it just felt right. It felt like being at home, like hanging out with her and like getting this year's worth of downloads about her life. I think the point of this episode was that I wanted to talk about like all the ways and things that I want to make home more home. Like obviously I'm home. I'm spending time with the people who make me feel at home, but home is really about all those little things that you do to make memories. And so I was like, you know what? I hope that you're at home where you are and feel at home here on this podcast. I want to hear about your dreams, your home dreams. Is that? I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but I'm glad you're here with me. Can I just say it's always so good to have you here? (laughs) And I hope you'll come back like next week or even send me an email. 
at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com or let me know your thoughts in the review section on Apple Podcasts. It's simple. It's quick. It lets me know you're there. Um, so let's cheers to home roommates that you can love and that love you back and spending time with your people. Clink. Talk to you next week. Bye.